Today's daf is Baba Kama daf Samach Vav. We left off on daf Samach Hay at the two dots about seven lines before the end of the page. So we had last discussed yesterday Machlokas uh, between Rabbi La and Rabbi Chanina regarding if a person steals a tle, Vinasa Ayil, Egel, Vinasa Shor, you steal an animal and then it grows up and the animal is, it changes, but it's a Shino Nasa Melev, it's a change that happens all on its own. It's nasa mimela. It doesn't happen by someone changing it, whether a person is kona through that shinoi or not kona through that shinoi. And we said each one really didn't like the other one's opinion. Rachman al san me and uh, that's that's how we uh, that's how we concluded. So says Gemara, maskavlar bizeir of nichnun b'shinoi hashem. Shouldn't you be kona with shinoi hashem? Meaning, if it has a new a new shame, it's now no longer called an egel. It's called a uh, it's called a par. It's no longer called a tle. It's called an ayil. So shouldn't that be enough? Uh, to, to make it uh, to make it yours. No, maybe when it comes to the way rabbis speak, when it comes to the way we speak in later generations, maybe we refer to the baby as a uh, as an egel and the adult as a shar, the baby as a tla, the adult as an ayel. But in the Torah's language, it's all the same. In the Torah's language, a shar ben yomo is already called a shar. That uh, the 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 title of shar is already as soon as it's born. Ayel ben yomo is already called an ayel. How do I know that? Shor ben yamakari shor, where do I see the chsiv? Because the Pasuk says, shor o kesev o eiz ki yivaleit. So uh, the implication is, or the drasha is, that it's already a shor ki yivaleit. At the moment that it's born, it's already, it already has a din of a shor. Ayel ben yamakari ayel. How do I know that an ayel, already a day old, is called an ayel? It's not called a tle, but it's called an ayel. The chsiv tson chalti. Because the Pasuk says, Yaakov Vinu talking to Lavan, he says, I never ate the ayalim of your sheep. So, ayalim hudulachal kvasa machal. Does that mean to say, yeah, but I've been uh, stealing all the baby lambs? I, I just haven't been eating the, uh, the, the, the ayalim? No, obviously not. He means to say, I haven't been taking anything. I haven't eaten any of the ayalim, even of, even the babies. So, you see that it's already called an ayal as soon as it's born. So, says the Gemara, Mikal Makam Kasha, but bottom line, we still have a problem. So, what's the problem? So, says Rashi, Mikal Makam Kasha, the Rabbi. Right, Rabbi Law is one that said that if you steal a tlev and asa ayel, eagle and asa shor, so that it becomes a shinoyen, you're, you're kone. It's mishana biyado, and therefore you're kone. But if you say ayel ben yomo nikra ayel, shor ben yomo nikra shor, so uh, how does the Kenyan work? So what, what what change did it go through that uh, that 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 you were kona it? So says the Gemara, Amar of Sheishes Hamani Beishamahi, that we're assuming like the shita of. Beishamai, the Amr Shinoi b'Mekoma Omedes Velokani. Beishamai holds that even though something is uh, is that that something goes through Shinoi, it doesn't take it out of the Rishus Abaylim. The Kinoi doesn't the the Kinyan doesn't work just because it went through Shinoi. Where do we see that uh, that where do we see Beishamai holds that when something goes through Shinoi, it doesn't take it out of the original Rishus? The Tanya we have a brisa. Nasan la beesnana chitin vaasa and solis. Let's say a guy pays a prostitute. And what is he, as an esnon, he pays her wheat. And then the woman takes that wheat and turns it into flour. Zaysimor, he gives her olives, va'asa and shemen, and she goes and makes that into olive oil. 
Anavim, he gives her grapes, va'asa and yayin, and she goes and makes those grapes into wine. So, tani chada asr, v'tani chada mutter. So, we have one uh, shita that says that it's asr to use the product that she made out of it as a carbon, and the other shita says, no, it's mutter. He gave her wheat. That would be the esnan. The flour, that's not the esnan, it's something else entirely. He gave her olives. The oil isn't the esnan, it's something else entirely, and that he's allowed, she's, that can be brought as a carbon. It does not still have the status of esnan zona. It's a fair shapasak in the Torah that esnan zona you're not allowed to use as a carbon. The question is, when does it lose its shame esnan? That Beishama is one that says that it's Asr, Beishil is one that says that it's Mutter. So Beishama is one that apparently holds that it still retains its shame, Esnan, even after it went through the change. So you see, going through a Shinoi doesn't take it out of its original Rishos. That doesn't, uh, doesn't change its status. So even though... She had changed it into something else. Beishami would say it's Asr, but Beishil would say that the Shinoi does change it. So uh, Beishil would, would be more in line with Rabbi La, and that wouldn't be a problem, that the going through Shinoi does make it uh, a totally different item, and therefore it is Mutzer to use as Esnan. So the Gemara just quickly, my time into Beishamai, what, what's the Svar for Beishamai to say that it's still going to be Asr? Tichsiv, because the Pasuk says Gam, the extra word gam in the pasuk l'rabu shinu yehen, and that comes to teach me that even after it goes through shinoi, it still has the status of esnan. Ubeis hillel and beis hillel v'darshin heim v'lo shinu yehem. That we have the the word in the pasuk heim comes to limit and say no, that it's dafka them, but not shinu yehem. It's dafka the esnan that's aser, but no, any shinoi that's done with it is uh, is 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 going to be mutter. It's dafka heim v'lo shinu yehem. So Beishamim, Beishamim would say, "Ahu heim v'lovla doseim hudaasa." The word heim is really there to tell me heim v'lovla doseim, not heim v'loshinu yehem. Right? If we were to exclude anything, it would be the vlad. Meaning, if a man gives a woman an animal for esnon, and then that animal has a baby, so the baby is mutter to use as a carbon. It's only the mother that's also to use as a carbon. That's what we use heim for. But if a shinoi, the animal itself goes through shinoi, then vaday that animal cannot be used. As the carbon beisham, I would say so. Beisilo tarti shamina heim v'lo shinuyim heim v'lo v'lo dosehem, and beisilo would respond that we uh, we can learn two things from the word heim. We can learn heim v'lo shinuyim, and we can learn heim v'lo v'lo dosehem. We're not limited with the word heim. I beisilo haksiv gam. What does beisilo do with the word gam? Doesn't gam come to include something? So answers the Gemara gam le beisilo kasha. Yeah, we have a difficulty with that because gam is going to be a problem for uh, for beisilo. I mean, what exactly he does with the word gam, so you have to look at the Mepharshim and Chumash and figure out what Basila does with the word gam, what the word gam is coming to include, but the Gemara leaves it as a kasha, that it's difficult, according to Basila, what to do with the word gam. So there, there are a number of issues to discuss on, uh, on this Gemara. First of all, we'll just start with the last and move our way backwards, I guess. We just said that, according to Beishamai, if you only have one drasha to make from the word heim, so we can only exclude one thing. So what are we going to exclude? Are we going to exclude the vlad, or are we going to exclude the item itself when it goes through shinoi? So Beishamai would say, no, we use heim to teach me heim below vladusayim, and therefore we can't use heim to teach me 
Heim Veloshinu Yehem. So apparently, given one chance at an exclusion, we say it's more likely that the exclusion relates to Vlados than it is that the exclusion relates to a Shinoi. Says Tosos, the top Tosos, Samachvavim and Aleph. Heim Vlavodoseim, Mashma Hacha, did famous Staver lesser Chitin Vasan Solas, Yosemi Vlavodoseim, that it's more Mistaver to say. That if the item goes through a change, like wheat, that you turn into flour, more Mustafa to say that that should remain usr, even after the shinoi of turning into flour, it should remain usr as esnan, more so than the vlad. There's more reason to say a vlad of an animal that was given as an esnan should be mutter. Right? That's apparently the Gemara's, the Gemara's uh, thinking. Problem is, the Gemara Navodazar sounds like it holds the exact opposite. By the sugi of Yeshinu Lenevad, that when something has the status of a Nevad, it was worshipped as Navodazara, does the Shinoi help to remove that status or not? Where the Gemara tries to say, that if one bows down to wheat, the kemach from that wheat is going to be allowed to be used for a carbon mincha. That that shinoi is going to change it entirely and going to therefore be matirit. That uh, yet we say when it comes to uh, when it comes to an animal. Uh, the the uh, the the baby we're going to say is going to be aser. Uh, what's the gersa change? And don't say that when we allow the Vlad of an Esnan, that's only when you give her the, the animal and then she becomes pregnant. And maybe that's why we're more likely to be mad to the Vlad over here. Meaning by the Gemara Neville Zohar we're talking about, you bow to the animal after it's already pregnant. So the baby was part of the mother and that's why the, the baby is also going to have a status of an Nevad. Maybe over here we're talking about where you give the animals an Esnan, then the animal becomes pregnant, so the baby was never part of the Esnan payment, and that's why we're going to be more makal over here. We're going to say, Haim, Vilav, Vladosayim. So Tal says, No, you can't say that. That we're going to allow Vlad Esnan even if uh, the, ba- the, the mother was pregnant already. So what's the answer? Why over here are we assuming that Vladosayim is more of a reason to be makal than, than uh, Shinoi? Whereas uh, in Avodazar it's the opposite. So the Yishlomer the Hasam Vada Yishlahati Yosef Chitin Shenishdan Shnasa Solas Mi Vlad Nirvaas Tihu Vlad Nirvu Uvdasha Bialma Da Achida Baapa Avogabe Esnan Iker Daita Mishum Kemach Vigabe Behema Iker Daita Apara Veloa Vlad. Meaning, a woman gets an Esnan payment and you give her wheat. Is she thinking, wow, great wheat? I, I always wanted to chew on wheat. No, obviously, the value of the wheat is the fact that she can then turn it into flour and use it as flour. So when you give her wheat, she's thinking flour. So when it goes through that change that she anticipates, the flour is still going to be esnan. It's still going to have the status of esnan. When you give a woman an animal, the woman's not thinking, I, I, I'm, I can't wait till the animal has babies and I want the baby animals. No, the woman is thinking about that she's getting the animal. So the babies are considered more removed from the Esnan payment because that's not the Iker Das when it comes to the Esnan payment. So that's why Bidafka, when it comes to Esnan, 
we're going to say that if we could exclude one thing and make it no longer us or Mishum Esran, it will be the Vlados rather than the Shinoi. When it comes to Nevad, however, it's a question of what was there when you worshipped it? What was there when the animal was nirvas? When you have an animal that's, that was nirvas and becomes usher based on that? What was it? So if the mother, if the, if the, if the animal was pregnant already, well, the baby was part of the picture at that time. It's not an issue of das. It's just an issue of, did, was this nevad or was it not nevad? And the baby was part of the picture already, so the baby was nevad. So in that case, it's more. There's more of a reason to aser the the fetus than there is to aser uh, any shinui. So that's the difference between these these two uh, these two cases. That's point number one. That's that tosos. Also, a couple of other points. Now let's go back to tosos ibramaskal hamani beishamahi tosos on samachem and beis. The Gemara wants to compare a case of shinui kona to Esnan, right? We want to compare when you steal something and then it goes through Shinoi, whether you Kona or not, to the issue of Esnan. Frektosos, Vimtomar, Hechi Medamale, Demainian Esnan Etzel Shinoi. What does Esnan have to do with Shinoi Kona by, uh, by stealing something? How can we even compare the two cases? Now, the uh, Tosus really explains that the Chilik is that, um, that, that uh, by, let's say, by Esnan, if you have an Egel Venasa Shar, by Esnan. Is there anyone that would say that you're allowed to you go use that animal now as a carbon? Right? Let's say you have a Tlev and Asa Ayil. Is there anyone that holds? A, a man pl- pays a woman, pays a Zona with a Tle, and then that Tle in the woman's possession becomes an Ayil. Do you think anyone would hold you're allowed to use that Ayil as a carbon? No, no one would hold you're allowed to use that Ayil as a carbon. As opposed to by Shinui, by Geneva, apparently even a Shinui de Mimela works. Even a Shinoi where it just uh, where, where the animal just grows up on its own, it's going to work. So there is this difference between Shinoi de Mela by Esnan and Shinoi de Mela by Genevi, yet the Gemara compares them. So Tosrid seems to just take it in stride and he says that's how you have to say the comparison. You have to say that just like by Esnan we find that when you put it through a, when you actively change it, the Shinoi is going to uh, is going to change its status. So to by Geneva, when it goes through any sort of Shinoi, even a but it's it's not a, an exact parallel parallel at all. So Tosfut points out that we have a problem with that uh, with that parallel. It doesn't really work out so well. A shino de mimela does not work when uh, when it comes to esnan. So says Tosfut yeshlomer to kasaver the e shino kona imkain roy hu lahatu shino be esnan. So the the gemara's thinking is that if Shinoi works in terms of a Kenyan, so then it would make sense that Shinoi should help take something out of the status of Esnan. Why? The Chashv Ka'acher. Ve'inza also Shabaliyada. Because it just is considered something else entirely. It's considered a separate item than it was. So it's not the same animal or the same item that she, uh, that she got and she received B'Torah's Esnan. Umam Esnami Lomais. And therefore... The miyaskite of, uh, of of Esnan uh, is lost as soon as uh, as soon as it went through that shinoi. If it's not considered the same item, it loses the status of being malus as well. That's the comparison between Esnan and Geneva. It's that but that it becomes a totally different item that we consider shinoi to be something that changes it entirely. Next tells us also an important point. Hein velo shinoi yehem says tells us tema the besamach nafkele the rabbi the shinoi kona mikra Meaning over here we're saying, what's the Svara? How do I know that Basil know that Shinoi is Kona? So Basil Darshins. 
Heim velo shinuyehem. That what remains usher, only them, but not the shinui. The shinui becomes mutter. Once you mishani, it becomes mutter. So that's how we're learning shinui kona. Fractosos, we're going to have soon in today's daf, a totally separate uh, source to learn that shinui is kona. We're going to learn asher gazal, kein shagazal, yachsir. So we're going to have, a, why do I need two separate psukim to teach me that shinui is kona? Why, why is one pasuk not enough? So if you look at about four lines, four lines get wide. It says, There are different kinds of shinoi. Some types of shinoi are more permanent than others. For instance, if you give me wheat and I turn it into flour, I can never turn that flour back into wheat. But if you give me a beam and I build it into the building, so theoretically I can pull apart the building and take that beam out. The beam is still intact. So yes, I was mishane, because prior to uh, me building it, it was a beam, and now it's part of a house, now it's part of a ceiling, but it's a shinoi echaz of the briaso. It's a shinoi that can go back to, the, to, to, to what it was before. So that's what we need to be to be told, that uh, that even a shinoi echaz of the briaso is going to be kona. Why do I need two pasukim? One pasuk tells me a shinoi that's not echaz of the briaso, which is a total shinoi, is kona, and the other says that a shinoi that's echaz of the briaso is going to be kona. And the Maritz Chayis over here gives a different tarot. He says there's a, there's a more obvious reason why you need the uh, the two pesukim. He says one pasuk is by Esnan. So by Esnan, the fact that Shinoi is Kona is a totally different uh, consideration than when it comes to stealing something and then being Mishanid. Meaning a woman is, receives an Esnan payment. Terrible. Terrible that she was a Zona. Terrible to receive Esnan for being a Zona. Fine. That's all terrible. Now she has it. And she goes and she takes that uh, that wheat and turns it into flour. Terrible? Nah, not really. I mean, it's wheat. Now she turned it into flour. There's no iser in taking wheat and turning it into flour. So it's a shinoi that didn't involve any sort of iser. A man steals something from somebody else. He has a chiv hashav. He has to return it. Now he goes and he takes the item that really he should be returning, and instead of returning it, he just changes it entirely. Turns it into something else. That's pretty terrible, right? That's a further Maisa Kineva. It's Maisa Isra that he's doing. He's taking something that doesn't belong to him and he's turning it into something else. So says Maritz Chayis, that's the Chilik. By Esnan, the fact that Shino is Kona, I might say, yeah, of course the Shino is going to be Kona by Esnan because she didn't do anything wrong when she was Mishanit. Whereas by Gneva, when you steal something and then you're Mishanit, there's a Gemara in Tamur Davdalid, famous Gemara in Tamur that says, Kamil Sadam Rachman al Anytime the Torah says, don't do something, if you do it, it's not going to work, it's not going to help you. I mean, the Torah saying, don't do something, means you lose the power to do something. It's not just you're not allowed to, you lose the power to do it. So Torah says, don't go and steal. So when I'm Mishanah something, and I try to be Kone through that Shinoi, so I would think that sort of Shinoi should not work, that there should be some type of, uh, that should be similar to So that's why I need a special Pasuk. That's why I need two Pasukim. One by Eslan to tell me that Shinoi is Kone, and then another one when it comes to Geneva, to also tell me that Shino is Kona. Now, there are other Terutsim that are given to uh, Tulsa's Kash over here as well. The Pnei Shua says, now that I might have, I might have had a Havamina that, uh, that you, you can be Makravit on the Mizbeach, that yes, it doesn't have a Din of an Esnan in the sense that you can be Makravit, but you're still not Kona it. It's not really yours. It's just that you're able to be makavir on the mizbech. Meaning shinoi, we see from the case of Esnan that it's not Esnan once it went through a shinoi. Not Esnan means you're allowed to be makravit. We do not see from there that it necessarily becomes yours. That a person can make a kinyan 
through uh, through Shinoi. That's what the second pasuk teaches me that Shinoi is actually Kona, that it's a Maisa Kinyan. In a slightly different formulation, but a critically different, it's, it's only slight, but it is fairly critical, Rav Al-Khanon formulates as follows. He says, I might have thought, had I only had the Pasuk of Esnan, that there's a Chiyaf HaShava, that even though, uh, yes, I'm Konit, it becomes mine, I was Mishanit, but I still have a Chiyaf HaShava, I still have a Chiyaf to return it. Kamash Malan, I have a second source to tell me that Shino is Kona, and that second source teaches me that there's no longer even a Chiyuv Hashava, that there's no uh, there's no Chiyuv to return it anymore. So, what's the difference between the two formulations? What's, why is it a big deal? So, uh, there is a Chakir in the Achronim. What Shinoi does, meaning we have multiple types of Kinyanim, there's Kinyan Meshicha, Kinyan Hagba, Kinyan Chatzah, all sorts of different types of Kinyanim. Is Shinoi one of the Darkea Kinyanim? Is it uh, a Kenyan like any other Kenyan? Or maybe so, no. Shino is not a Kenyan. Uh, it's only that you have a Chiyav HaShava until you're Mashana it, and Shino takes away the Chiyav HaShava. Normally when I steal something, I have a Chiyav to return it. When I do Shino, it's not that I'm Kona it now. I was Kona it at the time that I stole it. But what, uh, what Shino does is it takes away the Chiyav HaShava. So it seems that's the machlokas between the Pnei Yeshua and Rebbe Hanan in how to formulate this Havamina. The Pnei Yeshua says that I might have had a Havamina that you're not Kona it, Kamash Milan, that with the Shinoi, you're Kona it. Sounds like Shinoi is a real form of Kinyan. As opposed to Rebbe Hanan, he said, no, the Havamina was that I wouldn't have a Chiyav HaShava, right? The Kamash, that, I, that I would have a Chiyav HaShava, rather, even after the Shinoi. Granted, I'm Kona it, but I would have, had a, I, I would have a Chiyav HaShava. Kamash Mulan, that there's no Chiyav HaShava. So you see, according to Bukhanan, the emphasis is on that Shinoi takes away the ability to, uh, to, to do a Chiyav HaShava. Um, Nafkamina, between these two uh, possibilities, can Shinoi work Bal Karcha? Let's say I don't want to be Kone'it with the Shinoi. Can I be, so normally you can't make a Kinyan Bal Karcha. If I don't want to be Kone'it, I'm not Kone'it. Kinyan needs Das. But if the so if Shinoi affects a Kinyan, so you can't be called a Balkarcho if Shinoi is a, f- a form of Kinyan. But if Shinoi is not a form of Kinyan, Shinoi is, uh, uh, just takes away the Chi of Hashava, then certainly it can work Balkarcho. The Torah can take away the Chi of Hashava. Whether I want it or not, the Torah can take away the Chi of Hashava. Okay, right in the Gemara now. So it says the Gemara four lines from the top. So the whole machlokas over here is whether Shinoi is Kona or Shinoi is not Kona. Um, but when it comes to figuring out how much to pay, everyone would agree you would pay based on the the initial value. But apparently all agree over here that you would pay the kefal, you'd pay the dollar vehe ke'en shaganav, based on uh, what you stole, based on what it was at the time that you stole. That's a major cash on Rav. Rav Karen But when it comes to paying Kefal, when it comes to paying Dal Vehei, that you don't pay Ken Shaganav, that you pay Kshasamadav Din. Right? So that's the um, major cash on Rav. How can you say that you're going to pay Kefal and Dal Vehei Ken Shaganav? It's uh, Rav said Beferish that no. Kefal and Dalve go kishas hamadav bedin. It's a tiyufta and rav. If you look at Rashi, leimatav tiyufta drav darmalel. Rav said previously kishas hamadav bedin kishahuzla. Rav said you pay kishas hamadav bedin when it goes down in value. Kolshken kishahukra. All the more so when it goes up in value. Da hasma filu keren mechayivle rav kihashta. 
Dr. Rav, because when it goes up in value, Rav said then even the Karen doesn't go Kishasa Gneva. Even the Karen would be Kihashta. That was yesterday's daf. The Rav said that uh, that when it goes up in value, even the Karen you would pay based on the Shasa Madabadin. So you'd always pick Shasa Madabadin. So that's the uh, that's the Shaila. So it's a major kasha on Rav. So answers Gemara, Amar Rava Tlaim Kdmei Kara. Damim Kishal Achshav. That's the answer. Now, what does that mean? Says Rashi. If you're interested in paying back tlaim, meaning you're not going to pay back cash, you're going to pay back with animals, then then you could pay based on the value that it was when you stole it. Meaning you stole it tla, it then turned into an ayil. Right, so we pay back kidme ikara. If you're going to pay back a tla, give back a tla, not an ayil. You give back an animal that you, just like the one that you stole. But damim, but if you're going to pay back in cash. Then Kishal Achshav. Then you're going to pay back based on the current value. So Rav, who says that Kefal and Dal Vehei is Kishal Achshav, yes, that's exactly what he holds. Assuming you're paying back cash, when uh, the Gemara over here says that you pay back uh, Kishasa Geneva, that's assuming you're not paying back cash. You're paying back Tlaim. You're paying back the original animal. That's how Rashi understands this answer of, of the difference between Tlaim and Damim. Tulsa says two additional Pshatim. Tosos di Bermaskal Tlaim says near Lari Dachi Purusho. The Indian Tlev Nasa Ayil, a Khusha Vinispatma, if you have a Tlev that turns into an Ayil, or a weak animal that gets fatter, O Ipcha, Lashalim Kefal Nami, the Chain Dal Vehe, Kidmei Kara Kamo Karen. Then you would pay Kidmei Kara. You would pay the same way you, the Karen, like Shasa Geneva. That's what Tlaim means. Aval Damim, Damim means Dainu Yukra Vizula. But when it comes to Yukra Vizulu, when it comes to market fluctuations, then you pay Kishal Achshav. And, and then the truth is, Gemara is not being Mechadish anything, because this was already said much earlier, that when it comes to a change in value of the animal, if I invest in the animal and therefore make it so much fatter, you shouldn't get paid based on my investment, based on how much the animal is worth as a result of my investment we learned yesterday, right? No, you get paid based on uh, what was worth when I took it from you. You shouldn't get paid based on my investments. That's all the Gemara is saying over here. Damim means that market fluctuations. Market fluctuations, good. You're going to get paid the Kefal and Dalvehe based on that Mother Bedin price. But when it comes to change in value based on uh, me fattening up the animal, so then you're not going. You're going to get paid uh, not based on the Mother Bedin price, but based on the. Um, the Ken Shaganov price. That's how the Re understands the answer uh, that the Gemara gives. Tosas has an additional answer of Rabbeinu Tam. If you look in the third wide line, Rabbeinu Tam Mefarish, De'in Chilak Bein Tlaim Vizula, that there's no uh, difference between Tlaim and, 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 and Yukra Vizula going up and down in value. Vachi Prusha. What it means is as follows. Tlaim, Shadibra Ben Abraisa, Dahainu Tlev, Nasa Ayl, Shinishtanul Malyusa, Kidmei Kara. When we talk about tlaim, it's like the Bryce's case, where you had a tla and then it became an ayil, where it changed for the better. Then you pay based on what you stole. And the truth is also if it just goes up in value. Initially it was worth $1, now it's worth $4. You pay back Um Because to be machmir, to pay the higher payment for dalad vehei, and to pay four or five times what it's worth right now, which is more money than it was worth, that that far Rav's not going to, going to go. That's when it comes to tlaim. Damim, what does damim mean? 
Pirush Damim Da'eri Buhu Rav. You know what Rav was talking about when he said that you pay the Dalit Vahei Kishasa Mother Bedin. So it used to be worth four, and now it's worth only one. It went down in value. That's where Rav is going to say when it comes to the dollar Vahey, you pay based on the current value and not based on the value of the time of the Geneva. Because we're trying to be make, as makel as we can with dollar Vahey payments. That's all Rav is saying. That's the chiluk between Tzlaim and Damim. So again, three Pshatim on the page. There are other Shittas and Rishonim also, but three Pshatim on the page. And what exactly the Gemara's answer is, what the Gemara's chiluk is between Tzlaim and Damim. Now, obviously, the one that fits into the words the best would seem to be Rashi's, would seem to be the first Pshat. Tzlaim means you're literally paying back a Tzla, and Damim means you're paying back cash. So that's, that, that would seem to be the most uh, obvious and easiest way to read it. Okay, says the Gemara Vaitim. The fact that Shino is Kona is something that's written in Psukim and something we learn from Mishnayis. Ksiva, where do we see in Psukim that Shino is Kona? So this is what we alluded to before in Tosos. Why does the Torah have to add in those extra two words? I return the Gzela Asher Gazal, that you stole. Of course it's the Gzela that you stole. What else are you returning? So says the Gemara, no, it's a Chiddush. Im kein shagazal yachsir vim lav dam if the the item that you stole is still similar to what to what it was when you stole it, so then you have a chiv to return it. If it's not similar to what it was when you stole it, it's gone through some sort of major change, so then you have no chiv to return it. Then you could just pay back cash. You don't need to return the item itself. So that's the pasuk where we see that shino uh, is kona tanina, and we also have a tanaic source that shino is kona hagozel eitzim va'asatin kelim. If you steal wood and you make kalim out of it, you build a chair and a table. Tzemer va'asan begadim, you steal wool and you make clothing out of it. Mishalim k'shasak you pay back based on the shasak zela. Inami lo hispik litna lo pater. Similarly, if a guy uh, uh, takes wool and doesn't have the opportunity to give the rashis hagez to the kohen before he uh, colors it and he dyes it, he's going to be pater from rashis hagez. Alma shinoi kona. So you see that go, putting it through that shinoi is kona. That's it. It becomes yours. So you see from that Mishnah that shinoi is kona. Now if you look at Rashi, Ad Shetzava Pater Meresh Sagez, Dekanya B'Shinoi, your kona the wool with the shinoi, Vafilu Damim Lo Mishalim, meaning when it comes to the Kohen, normally the first shearings you have to give to the Kohen, right? You don't even, if you take those first shearings and you immediately change them and you surveyor them, you now are no longer obligated to give them to the coin. So do you owe the coin money? Says Rashi, no, you don't even have to give money. Why? Because there's no coin that could sue you. Any given coin that would say, hey, you owe me money, you could say, no, I don't owe you money. I owe the Shevet Kahuna money. And it's not you, I would have given it to someone else. Right? Uh, that, but prior to you being Tzavea it, anyone who grabs it, because that is the Reish Sagei, so anyone who's Chotei, if any coin who wants it, who takes it, it's his. He's Zoch in it. But uh, if you put it through the Shinoi of being Tzavea it, then it's... Um, then your konet, it's no longer chayiv in Reish's HaGez. If you look at Tosos, Lois Piklin HaShet Tzavo, Frak Tosim Tomar, Ademais Yasem Gazaz Rish of Tzavo Pater, Mayer Rish Rishon Afilo Kol Yachanami. The Gemara over there says that if your gozer, if, if your gozer is one sheep at a time, and your tzavea it, 
then you're potter. So why is the dafka one sheep at a time? Why why not just uh, the the full shear of chamisha rechelos uh, all at one time that you're going to be potter? Why would we say only one at a time? Meaning even when you have the full shear that's mechayiv you and reishes hagez, and then you survey it, that should also be enough of a shinoi that should exempt you. So it says Tosos Yeshlomer the hasma filu tzava miktsas viniach miktsas potter afilu masha lo tzava shalchal lavchi of reishes hagez kibushem mitzdare. Now the chiddush is even if you're only survey a part of it and you leave part of it undyed, still it's going to be pater because it's not mitztarev with the part that has been dyed because the part that has been dyed is excluded from the chiv. So you're not going to have the full shear of reishas hagez. Aval kashir of the kohen but over here, when your gozi is the entire thing, your gozi is the full shear, and now you have the full shear of wool. And then your tzoveya, the only way to pat, to pat yourself is if your tzoveya, the entire thing. Meaning when the chiv was never chal in the first place, so then, even if your tzoveya part of it, that will prevent the chiv from being chal. Right? When you, when you go and shear further, it's not going to be mitztarif with, uh, with what has already been dyed. But when the chiv was already chal, because you sheared enough for the chiv to be chal of Rish Sagez, then the only way to exempt yourself through putting it through a shinoi is by dying the entire unit, by dying everything. Okay, says the Gemara Vaita. So we just said, shinoi, the fact that shinoi is kona is obvious. It's psukim, it's mishnayis. Yeyush, amir rabbanan dinik. Neither rabbanan definitely say yeyush is kona. Mi yuloya din nidar raisa nidar rabbanan. But we have no idea if it's a dindar raisa or dindar rabbanan. What's the story? Idar raisa mididahava motzeave. If it's the rice, it would be very similar to Motzi Aveda. Motzi Aveda lav kivin de miyayish marum mina mekami taste the other kanile. By Motzi Aveda, since the person has yeish before you get it, you're kone it. So hainami kivin de miyayish marum kanile. So we hear also when you steal something and the person is miyayish from it, maybe it should be kone. That would imply that it is Kona. Maybe we should say, no, it's not like Aveda at all. When you have an Aveda, it comes to your hands. Right? The Aveda, when you find it, so you found it and you're allowed to pick it up. But over here, it came to your hands. So then maybe it's only a Dindarabanan that the Yeyush is going to be Kona, that the fact that the Bailam is Miyayush from it, you're going to be Kona. Why did the Rabbanan make such a Takana? Why would they want to help the Ganav? No, it's a Takana Sashavim. The Rabbanan want to make it easier for the Ganav to do Tshuva, for the Ganav to say, you know what, I want to do the right thing. Now, if he's going to have to. Uh, <laughs> give back the item even after he's done his shinoi to it, meaning he stole the beam and now he built a house with that beam. So if the only way to do tshuva is to rip apart his entire house and take that beam and give it back, so he's not likely to do tshuva. But he's much more likely to do tshuva if you tell him he just has to pay for the beam. So when he comes into some money, he'll just pay for the beam. So Rav Yosef Amar, Yeyush eno konu vafilu midrabanan. Rav Yosef says, no, Yeyush isn't even konu midrabanan. So there were three possibilities. One that Yeyush is konu midaraisa, one that Yeyush is konu midrabanan, one that Yeyush is not konu at all when it comes to, uh, when it comes to Geneva. Um, now there's an obvious chilik, meaning the, the chilik that the Gemara has, the Rishonim work on, it's, it's very difficult to understand. The Gemara's chilik is too obvious to even entertain the possibility that it should work midaraisa. What was the whole svarit to say that Yeh should work when I steal something and the owner is miyayish that it should work midaraisa? Because uh, the, uh, it's just like Aveda. By Aveda, the Yeh happened after I got it. 
I got it beheter, and then the guy was was, was miyayish. The fact that I got it beheter is 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 a critical uh, critical point. How the gemara could have had a havamina otherwise is is a very difficult thing. Obviously, the gemara deals with it, but uh, doesn't doesn't explain how it could have had such a havamina. That's something to rish- the rishonim work on. But we got to get moving here. Says the gemara, Eser of Yosef the Rabbah. So Rav Yosef asks son Rabbah. Rav Yosef again who said Yeish doesn't work at all. So he asks son Rabbah, Gazel chametz vaprolof pesach. What if you steal chametz and then pesach comes and goes? So so you can say to the uh, nigzal, you can say to the victim after Pesach, okay, here it is, this is the exact chametz I stole from you, and uh, here it is, meaning, I chametz of Pesach zaster. it's not my problem, it's his problem, I'm returning to him what I stole from him, it's a hazik shein nicker, so I can give it back. But he says, wait a second, don't you think when Pesach started, the original owner was Miyayish from ever recovering it? Meaning, of course he was Miyayish, he was definitely Miyayish. Then how's he entitled to say, how's the Ganav allowed to say, here, take it back, it's yours. He should, uh, he should have to pay him back real money. Why should he? Why should he be able to give it back to me? He was the this chametz now belongs to the ganav. So if anything, you should have to pay him back money. You shouldn't be able to return the chametz if you hold yeishus kona. Samalei kika mina anah zemis yaish bezeroteliknos. Hi zemis yaish bezeinoroteliknos. Says no, no. When I said that yeishus kona, I meant in the case where the guy wants to be kona. But over here, when the guy doesn't want to be Kona, why would he want to be Kona Chametz? That's just going to become Asra on Pesach. So he has no intention to be Kona. He can't be Kona Bal Karcho. So Yehush is Kona when the guy is interested in being Kona. The guy is not interested in being Kona, so the Yehush is not Kona. Now, the uh, Tosas on the bottom had pointed out that you see over here, Yehush is not the same as Hefker. He says, Mikan Mashma she Yehush. The fact that the Gemara wanted to be mechalik between whether the, uh, the the item came to your hand behetter or came to your hand beiser shows that it's different than hefker because hefker shouldn't really make a difference whether it came to your hand behetter or came to your hand beiser once it's hefker it's ownerless and you're allowed to be it so you see that yeush is is a different mechanism exactly how it works is a major discussion but it's obviously some some type of different mechanism than uh, than than hefker would normally be says the Gemara Vaiter Eisvei Abaye Le Rava Karbano Velo Agazel Pasuk says Karbano and we dash in Velo Agazel what's the Pasuk? Pasuk says Im Ola Karbano Mina Bakar Zachar Tami Yakreven Ol Pesach Ol Moed Yakav Asol Ritzon Ol Hashem right you bring his Karban so we dash and you can't bring a stolen Karban Zeichidami what's the case? If the original owner was never miyayish from it, lamely krat pshita. Then of course I can't bring a stolen carbon. That, you don't need a pasuk to tell me that if the original owner is not miyayish, that I can't take his animal uh, and, and bring it as a carbon. So it must be that the original owner was miyayish from it, and I have a pasuk telling me even though I stole something and the original owner was miyayish from it, I'm still not allowed to use it as a as a carbon. Now why not? If yayish is kona, it's yeah, I have to pay him. I owe him money. But the animal's mine, if Yehush is Kona. So why can't I go bring the animal as a carbon? So Shemamina Yehush Lokani. So you see from here that Yehush is not Kona, because see, we say that he's not allowed to bring it as a carbon. Says so no, we're misunderstanding the reason. We're misunderstanding the whole case. The case is not that I stole an animal, then I decided to turn it into a carbon. Amr le Rava Ulutaymeh, Hadatanya, he says, I'll give you an example. We have a Bryce that says Mishkavo Veloa Gazel. When it comes to Mishkavazov, 
right? A mishka v'zav, the bed that a zav lies on, is an avatuma. So we darshan mishka below a gazel, but it has to belong to him. If he steals the bed and lies on it, it doesn't become an avatuma. Unbelievable chiddush, no? That a zav steals something and he steals the bed and lies on it. Tuma is not something that happens automatically, right? It's only chal when 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 the rebbeim shalom says it should be chal. So it's not a din of mishka v'zav if it was stolen. Say chidami ilim the gazel amr va'avdi mishka. So what's the case over there? He, let's say he stole some wool and he turned it into a mattress. So is there anyone that would hold that it doesn't become his? He did a total shinu maisa in it. Of course it's his. No, what's the case? He stole his friend's mattress. Meaning it was a mattress already and he stole it from his friend. That's what we're darshaning, mishkavo, as opposed to a stolen mattress. When we say karba, no, it doesn't mean I stole an animal and I turned it into a karban. No, my friend has already been mafreshed as a karban. He wanted to use it as a karban. Hachinami de gazel karban de chavre. I take his karban and I want to bring it. And that's the Chiddush. The Pasuk is telling me, telling me carbon novelo guzzle, that if I steal it, it doesn't work as a carbon. What does it mean it doesn't work as a carbon? Says Rashi, two possibilities. The guzzle carbon the chavre, shehiktish chavero, my friend was maktish the, the animal, uliolam lefnei yehush, and it's really, we're talking about before yehush, ve'isrech inan, what's the Chiddush? De'ino ola l'ratzum klal, that it doesn't count as a carbon at all, va'afilu l'baylam arishonim, meaning I might have thought that if I steal the animal he was intending to use as a carbon, and then I bring it as a carbon, it counts as a carbon for him. Right? He was not Miyayish from it. It should be his animal counts as a carbon. So that's the Chiddush. Carbon novel or doesn't count as a carbon at all. Second possibility of what the Chiddush is, Lishna the Gazel carbon de Chavre, Hilka Chafilu Yeish Lokanya. Since I stole this carbon, even after he's Miyayish from it, I'm not, I'm not calling it. Why? Because it's no longer his to be koneh from him through his yeyush. The carbon enu nigzal. The kalecha di isay beigazad rachmani isay. It's the ribonus shalolams, and he's not miyayish. The owner, the original owner, may have been miyayish, but it doesn't belong to him anymore. Once he was makdashit as a carbon, it has kedushas carbon. So that's the uh, the chiddush of carbono below below That's the uh, that's the idea. That's the chiddush. Eishay abay the Rav Yosef. Sabai asks Rav Yosef. If you have hides that belong to a balabais, so his machshava to decide to use them as as something is what gives them the status of tuma. Meaning, it because you can use a, a leather for so many different things at so many different stages. So as soon as you decide, okay, this is what I'm using it for, it then has a shame kli, and now it could become tamei. But if it's a tanner's, then machshava alone will not be metami them. If it belongs so a ganav his machshava will be metamish. Shall gazlan ein machshava metamasan. Rabbi Shimon Omer Chiluf Advar. Rabbi Shimon says that it's the reverse. Shall gazlan machshava metamasan. This shall ganav ein machshava metamasan. That when it comes to a gazlan, machshava will be metame. When it comes to a ganav, the machshava will not be metame. Because the bailim were never misyayish from it. That stam gezela has ye- has yeyush. Right. So. Uh, so, so uh, when when it comes to Geneva, there's no Yeush, right? Because you think you'll find the Ganav, you think you'll, uh, you'll 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 get the guy. So by Geneva, there's no Yeush, and therefore uh, the the Machshava is not going to be Metame. The Ganav is not since the original owner was not Miyayish, The Ganav doesn't have the right to determine when it's going to be called a Kli based on his own Machshava. But no Yeush Kana. Don't you see from there that Yeyush is Kona? Because you see that as soon as he's Miyayish, now whoever has it has, has the right to, with his own Machshava, determine uh, the shame Kli. 
Alei Hachamayas Kinnim is going shekits on. Now the case over there is you did something to it. I, well, I'm not sure what kitsua is exactly, but you do something to it, to something to the item that makes it. That's a physical act on the item that it's, that makes it. Rashi says it's dromir blaz that it's a shino meisa on on the item. So when you have a shino meisa and yeush, so that's going to be kona. But yeush alone is not going to be kona. Okay, so Mr. Shem, uh, tomorrow we'll pick up over here with uh, whether Yeush needs Shino Mesa along with it, or Yeush alone is actually Kona.